שלום הרב לייטמן. שלום. הלו רב לייטמן. הלו. I wanted to talk to you about a few current affairs. Please. Following the heat waves, the UN Secretary General says that if humanity does not act together, it, it is headed towards collective suicide. I quote, no country is immune. We have a choice, collective action or collective suicide. It's in our hands. So if we all know that we are facing a global disaster, Why can't we unite and find a solution, Rav? Because it's above us. Oh, and what do you mean, Rav? I cannot connect with others, and they cannot connect with me and between us at all. In the world we have, let's say, 200 countries. We can't. We can't connect between us. Our ego throws us in a centrifugal way from each other. Owen, the expert says that uh, if we once thought that in a few decades we would reach some level of damage from the certain global warming, it suddenly comes faster than we expected. It is uh, already here. We are talking about the fact that uh, if in England there's, you have 40 degrees, here in Israel you have 50. No, not necessarily. Owen, it doesn't matter to me. If, why can't we understand? Why? You say a person's ego? Well, yes. Well, Owen, what is ego? Why wouldn't it let us? It's mutual danger. Well, I cannot. From the inside, I cannot. There's something in me that's not letting me connect with the other. Owen, but God forbid, you're about to die. Well, even so, Owen. So much so? Yeah, Rav, yes. Oh, and what is this? This evil beast sitting inside? Rav, yes, yes, and we need to know it. Owen, what does it want? It doesn't uh, let us uh, think about the other, Owen. And for ourselves? Rav, for ourselves, you know how it is. It's like if I'm happy if somebody stabbed my eye and someone else gets stabbed twice. Owen, and we need to survive. Rav, we'll survive or we'll die. But connect? That is, uh, we've got some sort of a barrier here that I cannot jump above to skip it. Oh, and what is that barrier exactly? Above our ego. That I need to, cons- to consider other, the other. Oh, and the person cannot do it? Love, no. Oh, and is he stupid? We die together. It's a collective action. Love. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and I thought the, uh, the human being is the most uh, wise creature in nature. Well, where? It's the dumbest. The animals are willing to connect during a fire or in a, during a problem, and they won't eat each other. And the person? No. At the worst situation, he'll still look for how to get, overcome the other one. Oh, and where is it meant to lead us? Love. It will bring us to extermination. Well, and won't we wake up? Love, no. If you talk in a, talk about the normal uh, framework, according to the laws of nature, our ego is the most, the biggest force, and it controls us. Oh, and, and there's nothing above it? Love, no. There is above it, but it's already in the heavens. Oh, and so what does the Kabbalah say about this? Will there be a complete annihilation of the humankind? Well, I don't think that it will be like that. 
but it will definitely won't be because somebody would do a good deed. A person needs to acknowledge to what extent his ego is without borders. Oren, this uh, realization is the beginning of the healing? Well, yes, the uh, the healing will come from above. Oren, what does it mean? It means that uh, we still have to acknowledge that it's within our ability to ask, to pray for connection between us. And then by connection between us, the, all of the nature will come into connection, the balance, then all the heat, the cold, all the forces in nature will come to balance. Oh, and what about the humanity's ego? Well, then our ego as well. Of course, we've co- we have to first pray, and then we will receive forces uh, and we will restrain our ego. Oh, and we need to pray to receive force to restrain our ego? Love, yes, because our ego is the source of all evil in the world and we are depending on it. Oh, and so why did nature create us with ego? Love, so we would overcome it. Oh, and where to? Love, to the force of bestowal, love and connection. Oh, and it's like the opposite around. Love, yes. Oh, and so how do you get from one end to the other end? Love and love. When we see to what extent we're going to um, completely finish the whole of civilization with all our lives and all this planet, then we'll understand that we don't have a choice. We will understand that we are ready, willing to connect and between us to suffocate our ego. Go on. Powerful. It's very powerful. It's a very big problem. The wise um, sages of the Kabbalah, they write about it a lot, and they say that we'll have to suffer a lot in order to recognize that only overcoming above our egoistical nature we have a chance to heal nature and ourselves. Thank you. Oh, and there is a new pilot in schools in Tel Aviv. Uh, we'll try even this year to overcome the great shortage in schools for teachers by means of virtual reality glasses and artificial intelligence. Basically means that computers will replace some of the teachers. What do you think about this technological development? I think it might uh, bring some sort of progression. I just don't know exactly what it will be. All in all, what we need in our time is to learn how much mutual help between human beings can help us from all trouble. And connection between everyone is the medicine, the remedy to all the problems. And other than that, we really don't need anything. All the the technological development, the science, even social, uh, different social development, 
everything besides coming closer to human beings, everything besides uh, you love thy friends as thyself, we don't need. Oh, and do you think that we could possible to impart to children such values of connection and good relationship between people through computers and glasses of virtual reality and artificial intelligence? Meaning that there will be, there will not be a teacher or teachers in front of them? If we would, uh, if we would like to explain to them uh, to uh, what extent connection between humans is the only remedy to save us, to bring us to good life, then yes, this means it's good as well. Owen, today the shortage is very great. There is a big lack of teachers, huge. I talked to, uh, I talked about it with my wife. She says that maybe it's partly because. Uh, we, we won't be able to teach children by heart. My wife's a teacher. I talked about it with her, and she told me that, in her opinion, maybe some of the things that children need to learn, computers can be teaching them that. Uh, but there is something in life that no one, um, no computer uh can replace the teacher. Well, that's correct, Owen. So we will need... So uh, what is that thing that only a, a person can deliver to a different person? Love. To give example, give example, all sorts of uh, t- subjects we can teach through computers. And a kid will sit at home and, and study. But he will not study without being in society, in the classroom, without the connection with the friends. Uh, that you will be in a classroom that there they need to sit and talk and, and learn how to treat each other correctly and learn to feel each other and contribute to each other and receive also in the correct way the, the attitude of the, the other towards him. That's only when you're in the classroom. Owen, uh, even teacher to teacher? Yes, uh, even teacher to teacher, but mostly between them two. Uh, Owen, is that the wisdom of a relationship? Yes, that's the main thing of what we need to learn. Owen, amazing. Let's move to the next topic. There is a new phenomenon on the roads of Judea and Samaritan, Samaria. Sorry, Even evening, every evening, the residents of an Arab village in Samaria aim strong laser light beams at the road where Jews drive through in order to dazzle the drivers and cause uh, road accidents. When I heard about it, I said to myself, enough, this, this isn't real. What, blinding drivers on the road so that they might have an accident? And, and, and if it's a mother with children or, or a pregnant woman, it, 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 like there is no limit. Well, there is a limit. We need to teach them that they shouldn't do it. The same moment that they receive, uh, that they send a, a, a laser beam, uh, you shoot back, straight, shoot a weapon back to that area. Uh, Owen, how much more um, tricks, nasty tricks would they uh, invent to harm us of endlessly? Uh, because their hate is uh, border, borderless. Owen, why? Where does it come from? Uh, from the fact that we are between us are also in rejection and uh, mutual hate. Oh, and I didn't understand. Love. As much as Jews hate each other, the whole world and nations would hate us more, the Jews. And uh, the, the more um, we hate each other, we basically deliver hate 
to them as well. Oh, and what do they want from us? Love. They don't want anything. We are operating them in such a way that we are out of that we need to understand that also toward each other uh, we need to treat each other nicely and this will cancel all the bad relationship uh, between uh, the world's nations and us Owen, do you think that if Jews would uh, treat each other kindly and respect each other then the same uh, Arab village residents in the in Samaria will not um, shine laser lights on us and say oh let's just Let's stop with that and go home. Love, yes. Owen, what? Because David is treating Moshe a bit different in Moshe and Etzion. Love, yes. Owen, I'm telling you, this this image, even if it will come through, it looks to me as if it's from some science fiction movie. Love, try. What do you got to lose, Owen? We don't lose anything. That's for sure. Love, that's it. You. Activate the, the good relationship between David David and Moshe and see what happens, Owen. Who's going to tell the villagers in uh, the Samaria village that uh, David and Moshe started to smile toward each other? Well, we don't need to tell, Owen. So how would they know? Well, if these people like David and Moshe from these two cities in Israel would treat each other nicely, they will neutralize. They will neutralize even without knowing anything. The bad attitude towards us, the Jews from the Sumeria and Judea uh, villages. Owen, how does it work? Love. Through the forces of nature. Owen, what forces? Love. The forces that the nations of the world hate us in the same measure that we hate ourselves. Owen, I think this friend uh, in that village in Samaria just want us to go away. Just go away. Love, that's true. Okay, well, I don't want to go away. Love then you don't have to leave. But know what the reason is, that even if you connect the Jews in a nice way, these people will come down and would not shoot any lasers at you. Uh, they wouldn't want us to leave? Uh, no. Oh, and why? Because this is the force of nature. Oh, and in their claim, we've grabbed their spot. Uh, that doesn't matter. They will see that they also have a spot. Oh, and all that you explained to me now, Everything you are now explaining to me, the, this whole model is actually takes the spotlight to us here, to the relation between us and to ourselves. Uh, that they say that there are all kinds of secrets in Kabbalah. Is this one of the secrets of Kabbalah? But yes, Owen. What does this secret uh, says? So, conclusion, so I can take it into consideration. What exactly does it say, Rav? And love, you should love your, um, your friends as thyself, Owen. That's not true, Rav Lightman. Have you tried it? Owen, what do you mean? Love, what do you mean, what do you mean? Answer, have you tried this law? Owen, I think that this has been taught for thousands of years in all nations, not only here, by the way, not only among the Jews. It, it was taught in all nations to love your neighbor as yourself. Love, sure, from one, uh, on one hand. On the other hand, what do you do? Oh, and that's it. So life uh, goes a bit uh, tougher. Love, not, that's not the issue. Are you upholding it or not? You ask each other, yes or no? Owen, some do, some don't. Uh, there's no such thing. If we really go for it in a, in a strict way, from day to day. Owen, I don't know. I don't know. So that's it. Try and see. Owen, thank you. The heart of the 14-year-old Bisan, a Bedouin girl, was transplanted into the body of a nine-year-old Linoy. 
who's a Jew and saved Linoy's life. Uh, a month after the surgery, Bisson's mother met Linoy and her family, listened to the heartbeat of her deceased daughter and cried. At the end of the meeting, she hugged Linoy's mother and told her, you have no idea how good you have made me feel. And I wanted to ask you, Dr. Lightman, is something from Bisson now found in Linoy? Well, of course, the same uh, engine that gives life to one person uh, was received from a different person. And truly, God bless her soul, she gives life to a different person now. Oh, and uh, the mother of Bisan, who passed away, uh, was very excited to hear the heart of her daughter uh, beats inside the body of Linoy. What do you think she felt? Love. She felt that her daughter continues on, continue to exist. And in the same life that Linoy has, she lives on. Owen. It's like this whole thing when I heard this story. Even now I have tears in my eyes. It's as if the borders between life and death and people and you and me, it's all love. It is all connected. And there is no border. But truly, love, what truly? It's very exciting and it's the truth. That's correct. Oh, and what is the truth? Love. The truth is that everyone can give the other life. Oh, and without uh, love, even without doing surgery and, and, and implants. Oh, and how? Love. Simple. By wanting to hold each other. That we want to feel that we live in one heart. That's it. Owen. It uh, gives hope, such cases, no? Love, yes. Sometimes we have these um, stories or incidents, like it looks that it comes to us from the end of corrections. Yep. Roxanne Cohen-Silver, an American psychologist, warns that because of the corona, COVID-19, the wars, the food crisis, the heat waves, many says, say that they came to the limit of their abilities. That's it. They can't listen to news anymore. They can't handle all the craziness going on. Sorry, going on around them. I also see it on myself and my children. We also reached a state where it's, you know, enough is enough. It's like there is no more room for all the bad things. The question is, how can you relax a little from all the craziness that fell on the world? We need to understand that all these troubles and many more are in line to be revealed to us. And all these troubles, we are inviting them in our poor uh, relationship between us. That we, we give birth to this trouble and we let them burst, spread, uh, increase. Oh, and what do you mean that we invite all these troubles? Uh, there's between us hatred, rejection, that starts from the tiniest 
disrespect, uh, inability to listen to each other, uh, the, the lack of connection between each other. And if we really want to end our troubles, then we need to stop being... Um, uh, we, start, we need to start treat each other truthfully because otherwise we cause trouble to each other and we need to stop doing that as well because it's all depends on the relationship between human beings and if the relationship between us are good then everything will be good oh and when we'll come back to the period of quietness of, of calm that was before the covid period let's say oh, that's not good that's what the corona period came to bring us closer in the relationship between us. Uh, that the fact that you cry about how it used to be better before Corona, that's not enough. We need to advance to a connection between us, between us which is better uh, and more connected, and that we feel that we are connected with each other, linked with each other. And we have to con- be concerned about each other and love thy friend as thyself not like it was before Corona that was never like that before we need to work on it day after day Owen, you think that will calm down the craziness? well, completely Owen, recently we commemorated Herzl death Herzl once said, we don't want to be cosmopolitans without identity, but to the contrary, we want to stand up for our nation, nationalism. Now, if we do a survey in Israel as to what is our national foundation, you'll get thousand answers. I wanted to ask you, what do you think is our national foundation? Love. Uh, love, love of Israel. Oh, and what does these, what do these words mean? Oh. And you should love all the Jews as you love yourself. Oh, and only to Jews. Love, you start from that. Oh, and and then, love, and then to the rest of the world. And then to the rest of the world. Oh, and isn't that the the national foundation that of every nation? Oh, I don't know. As much as I know, it isn't. But for us, it's a, it's a, it's written as a, a law of nature. And we need to uphold it, otherwise we'll be hated. God forbid they'll come here and kill us. And everything bad that happened from day to day to the people of Israel, since the beginning till today, all these troubles is only from lack of love between us. And if we'll say the truth, we'll say that here in Israel, there's, God forbid, rockets flying in the air or or terror attacks in the streets, you feel the the space filled with warmness, with with connection. Uh, That's not it. I'm talking about way more than that, Owen. So what are you talking about? Uh, I'm talking about the fact that we need to be concerned about each other like a family, Uh, the way you love your son. Oh, and, but I, I, I love him because he's my little kid. No, that's not the reason. We need to discover that each person is like my son. Mine, yours, ours. He is like, he's part of our soul. Oh, and so much so? Well, yes, because we are truly belong to one soul, all the people of the world. Oh, and 
So it's not only Israel, Rav, not only Israel, but we need to start this correction. And then they will come and they'll rush to him, all the uh, Gentiles. Oh, and what does the, that uh, verse say? Uh, it says that even the nations of the world would come to such a connection like us. And we will give them that example, Owen. I want to read to you another sentence from Herzl. He says, We shall be loyal to ourselves, and only then our loyalty will be to others way more um, loyal. What, what in your eyes does it mean to be loyal to ourselves first? Love. That we still have to take care of our nation, our country, that it would be as one man with one heart. What is there here to add? It's all written in the in the Torah, the Pentateuch. Oh, and it's written, it's written. Everybody uh, interprets the, the Torah the whichever way he wants. So, no, don't interpret. No interpretations. Until we do this law in a, in a complete way, and not it's not exactly we need to put it into to education and to everywhere all the the broadcasting in television radio everything we have in everything we need to just fill the air with it oh and some sort of a brainwash oh, some sort of a brainwash that's correct we shouldn't be shine away from it because our life is depending on us on this Owen a girl named Lian an elementary school student wrote a letter to the school security guard to Tzvika the God thank you for guarding us the entire school thank you for welcoming me and greeting me with a smile every morning for asking me if I uh, slept well at night You are the best guard in the world. I wish you all the best from Lian. She wrote it in her handwriting and gave him the note. It went viral on social media. I was very moved by this letter from Lian. <coughs> Love. Yeah. She feels that he truly guards her and she feels that she needs this uh, guarding and so she's happy about it and she lets him know. Oh, and Uh, the Tzvika, the God, the, the day he received this note from Lian and he went home to his wife and kids, what do you think he felt? Love. That he has another kid in the family, a, a, a girl. He felt it like that. This changed our relation to life very much so. Yes. Oh, and there are people... They're like transparent, see-through, especially all sorts of uh, service providers. Could be guards, cleaners, all sorts of these. Like that we, uh, we, we don't see them, we don't feel them. Owen, see-through, love, yes. Owen, how should we treat them? Love, but truly a lot of power and, and treatment that they give us and we don't pay attention to it and we think that they do it because they receive a salary but it's not like so it's not so much so a person cannot in his service in these kind of places can work without um, without being considerate of the crowd that he's serving and this girl felt it and wrote it, true, correct. 
how can we be a bit more sensitive to 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 receive this heart love we need to be more we need to be more considerate generally in in each human being but in those that are close to us and they do some sort of a, a task quietly to serve us with their job and we really need to respect them very much oh, and every morning that I live home I see that old person who cleans the street sometimes he's in the middle of sweeping sometimes he's in a break on the on the bench eating something what um, love good morning you have to tell him oh and I tell him but love okay well tell him have a good day that's it maybe I don't know how many hours he's working and when he did he start working maybe on your way bring him a cup of coffee it's as if there's a feeling that there's a whole world that's between the relationship between people and we don't even pay attention to it and all of a sudden this girl comes and love yes exactly that's exactly what we're missing and we're even ashamed to show that we have such a feeling such a nice feeling towards someone I'm, I'm ashamed to say all of a sudden what's happened to him yes oh and so what do we need love we need to not be shy we need to gently to teach people how to be you know to do it gently to 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 be grateful for each other that we live together and serve each other and in such a way we can make our life warmer better beautiful safer oh and thank you <clears throat> in recent years There has been a significant increase in the number of young people in East Jerusalem who choose to study the Israeli curriculum, so much so that it's impossible to accommodate um, for all those who enrolled. One of the students explained simply, Hebrew is my future. I am proud of myself for speaking good Hebrew. Another student say, we should live together. When I heard this, I was very impressed and thought to myself that maybe this direction in education can actually bring our nation closer together. Uh, look, there is no doubt that uh, they feel that as much as the studies in schools and universities, in our schools and universities, um, it's given them the opportunity to, to enter our, the Israeli society and to advance in the... Um, occupations and you can see what's going on you see how many doctors and pharmacists uh, and they're not just working uh, there's a lot of um, uh, workers from the um, Arab population and it's good that they see it this way oh and they used to say that uh, educated people don't do wars therefore if there'll be more education Of our evil inclination is going to use all this education and all this knowledge and whatever we acquire and will make it even easier for us to 
destroy and kill each other. You can see what's going on in the world between all the countries, between everyone. First of all, what we receive as the development from nature, from science, it goes to weapons. Therefore, don't think that it will help us to be closer to each other. So if education is not the key to peace and coming closer between hostile nations, what will bring us closer? I think it is education, but not the education where we study mathematics, physics, and so on, and to know how to create weapons and machinery. No, on the contrary, it's education about the nature of human being, the nature of the world, the relationship between human beings, and what does it depends on. In other words, in short, this is where the wisdom of Kabbalah comes in. When we need it, I have nothing else to say. Oh, and what does the wisdom of Kabbalah teach us? It teaches us that there is no choice to a person but to find good relationship with a different person, with the other. And by that, he can promise himself the good future. Oh, and what about the nations? Of also, the nations, they have one law and that law. And what does that law says? Love. The be- good, beautiful connection between human beings. That's the only thing that will supply us with the good future. And what about um, um, disagreements and, and fighting between the nations? Love. We need to learn how we come into disagreements and fightings and how we can, alongside with all these disagreements, overcome them and reach the good connection. When you see how today in the world uh, disagreements brings to war, you can see it, black and white, people just killing each other, truly. Love. It's because we don't take care of it, Owen. So what is the, what is the taking care of? What do we take care of? Love. We take care about the fact that we need to explain the person, that the, the system of nature that we exist in and how we can flow with this system, develop or evolve with this system in a way that we won't kill each other completely. That we have the risk of total annihilation, complete annihilation, unless we live a good, balanced life. Oh, and what do, do we need for the person to know that the world would stop, the hatred would, would come down a little bit? What does the person need to do? Uh, that he has no choice, that the nature, law of nature is to bring balance to, to the whole humanity, and that's through love thy friend as thyself. Even though we all in hate your friends, <laughs> you hate yourself. And we need to come from the negative, total negative relation to a total um, love relations. And we have a system that shows us how to do so. Owen, is that, that what the Kabbalah teaches? Oh, yes. Owen, this process is, is a necessary process. Is it something like uh, the evolution? Of It's necessary. We can't run away from it. Uh, we will come into such troubles that it will push us. It will make us find the, the, the system of finding the 
correct connection, Owen. But what if I'm, I'm winning you today? Rav, so? Owen, so why do I care from all this thing? I'm, I'm the winner, Rav. No. We're coming to a situation where nobody can win over the other. Owen, how come? Because we, we hate each other and no one's good. No one's feeling good. So if you, say, defeat me in one thing, uh, say business, then I'll defeat you in, and make you f- scare, uh, scare for your life. Oh, and where does it lead? Oh, it leads to that, the fact that we will need to think how we reach the good life. And good life, everybody understands. It's a bit of, of calmness, health, food. Good life that we won't burn ourselves in the heat and all sorts of things. But we drive safely and come back safely. And that's what we need, all of us. And we need to explain that it depends only in the good connection between people. You're like, Owen, oh, you're like skipping all the conflicts between nations? Oh, yes. Owen, oh, but what about it? Owen. Oh, and in the nation as well, in the nation as well. We're now uh, before the election in Israel, so again, how many uh, parties are we going to have? 20 or 30? Well, we need to also understand and feel that uh, to, to what extent it's bad for us. First of all, we need to, to bring peace, wholeness, completion, connection. And then it can expand further and explain to everyone. We give example to everyone. And so if we conclude the fact that today in Eastern Jerusalem there's five times more students than it used to be 15 years ago, for example, that want to learn the Israeli education system, does it give you hope? Well, no, on the contrary. From them I'll have enemies, haters, truly Arab soldiers that would know how to harm us more because we don't teach connection between us. That's why I'm not happy to hear this from you as, as much as you're saying. What would you be happy to hear? Love. That they want to learn how to be in joy with us, in, in peace, in, in completeness, common completeness, in in coming closer. Owen. Sadio Mane from Senegal, uh, a Senegalese uh, soccer star from Liverpool football team. He earns millions of pounds a year. He was photographed walking around with a broken phone screen. They told him, why are you so stingy? A phone with a broken screen? He said, why would I want a Ferrari car, a diamond watches, jet planes, all these symbols of status? What will it give the world? I was hungry for bread when I was a kid. Now I can help others. I prefer to build schools, give clothes and food to people who lack them. Who lack them. I heard that and thought to myself, he's really righteous. If there were a few more people like him in the world, everything would look differently. Well, yes, I just want to add that this is his natural desire and not that he's stingy and does calculations to himself and and does it against his will that he spreads his money between poor people and all that. That's why it's not called a righteous. Righteous is called a person who justifies creation 
and and the money that he earns and and does it through his own force against his will he does these good deeds when oh, righteous is is a person who has two opposite forces love yes oh and what are these forces I love the evil force and the good force oh and what does it say to him the the evil force love that he wants everything for himself and he cares nothing about the others in the world oh and the good force the good force that he takes everything he has and spreads it to everyone in the world oh and even though the evil force tells him everything's for you don't give a dime love even though he has that force yes yes and oh, on top of that because he has these two forces only then he'll be righteous when that means that there are people who have good heart naturally and the people who have in their heart good and bad and these are the the bigger righteous of the world love correct Owen you know you just reminded me that there's a sentence they say the wise people say that each one who was uh, not a good person in the past but he became a good person is more righteous than the, the one who was a good kid the whole time Rav, correct correct yes Owen Now, when there is a situation that uh, you see a person who suddenly becomes rich, there are situations where the wealth makes him more uh, stingy, even more greedy, even more to take from everyone, you know, how to step on everyone's head, to, to suck another's dime out of them. And there are situations that the wealth actually turns him into such kind of conduit of goodness in the world. What determines when the person becomes even more greedy and when he becomes open-hearted? It's hard to say. How a person judges himself and what he wants from his life, I can't tell you it's a problem. Oh, and is that the fate of a person? Oh, yes. Oh, and it's like somebody has uh, something written for him that he's going to be greedy and someone says it's written to that he will be good-hearted or he's teach, taught that but it, it usually it comes from a program from above and what did they say about the Kabbalah that the person gives uh, from himself something to others what does it cause to him as a person love it causes the opening of the soul well, what does it mean love that by that according to how he corrects himself then his soul is getting um, filled up oh and with what love with the divine light with the, the upper force it's true if a person gives away what he has and lives to himself only what he has to have to his own life then he's a great man oh and They say the ones that in the 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 older generation they had righteous that really gave everything they had of yes Owen but I for example I, I don't feel like doing any of these things not that I have so much to give I can only give away my uh, minus in the bank my uh, over over drone account I don't think that if I had Though I don't think I have too much, I would have given everything to give at all. What is, what's my border? What's the right, the, the, the right balance here? Uh, the right balance is that you live to yourself exactly what you need to, in order to live, and the rest you give. So how is it that once there were great righteous sages that they 
really rich. I remember it says in Gemara, the two men look upon Jerusalem and one said, I am so rich I can feed the entire city for a long time. The other one said, oh, I can give uh, uh, firewood for the freezing city of Jerusalem. I mean, they were wealthy people, meaning there's no problem with the wealth. It's just the attitude. What exactly, if you can put things straight... I can't explain the, these exact examples that you give because people won't understand it. But truly, a person needs to consider himself and his kids and all the rest give away. There's such saying, a, 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 a saying, a wealth reserved for the owner to his uh, detriment. When does the wealth that a person receives put him in a good place and when can it harm him? Or, or what does it depends on? He doesn't need to think about his future that he'll live out of this wealth. He needs to live normal life. Let's just say that he wasn't rich at all, that he receives uh, $100,000 a month or receives 1000 or $2,000 a month and, and live out of that. And all the rest is... Let's say not his, that's fate, luck. Some would say that it comes to his hand. That's why it needs to go through him to all of humanity. Why are there, oh, and why are there people whose destiny is the opposite? That they don't make it through the month, don't even finish two weeks? Why? There are many more, by the way, who don't finish two weeks than those who suddenly become very rich like that Senegalese. Why is it so? It's because we don't know how to distribute the money correctly. We'll come to a time where everybody would do the calculations right, and you'll see that there will be no one, no one that will be lacking. What does it depend on? In the fact that everybody would want to live to themselves only what they need in order to live and all the rest to give away. Oh, and what would they give them? Well, it will give them the feeling that they are together with everyone. Give them the feeling of connection to everyone. You said before that a person gives from himself, opens his soul. What does it feel now that other people don't feel? Well, it depends on the person. It could be that he's, been, that he's proud. Uh, it could be that he doesn't even do this calculation. Uh, he just says, oh, I give it because... I got way more than what I need for life, for regular life, and I got it as a present from the Creator, and I have to give it away. Oh, and that's pretty. Love. Wish you that you'll have whatever you need to give away, that you'll be healthy and rich, and by that you'll give a lot. If not money, then at least from your heart to others. Oh, and amen.